Hello there, and welcome to the movie podcast spoiler-filled discussion of Obi-Wan Kenobi Episode 3. My name is Daniel, and joining me today on my Jedi Council is Shabazz. Hello there. And Anthony. I don't want to be a Jedi. I'm a Sith. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, Anthony's not This is Jedi. the Sith Council? Anthony's the Dude, undercover Sith. I wanted to be on the Council, <laughs> and you said no, so I joined the Sith. That's it. You and there are <laughs> there are so many great callbacks in this episode so I'm, I'm excited to talk all about them but yeah what a what a blessing the show has been already we're three episodes in and already okay if, if you didn't know already like i said at the top of the show this is full-on spoilers from here on out mm-hmm. so if you're listening 100%. you're not safe this is this is full-on spoilers for the show safe from the show um like we're already getting darth vader showing up we're getting darth vader and obi-wan squaring up already there is so much happening in the show uh yeah i feel like anthony would be like he'd be like a brother third brother or like first brother or something like that he'd have like father, one of those he'd names be father <laughs> he'd be father <laughs> he'd be first father yeah. <laughs> uh yeah what a great show this has been we're so excited to talk more about it uh but let's get all the let's get all the housekeeping out of the way as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes and discussions just like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, TikTok. Uh, where else are we? Twitter, Letterboxd, everywhere. Uh, and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show um, on all of those services and our email. Sorry, I'm just my mind's going a mile a minute. I got to slow down. Hello at the movie podcast.ca. You could check out our show notes for all of those links and more. I also want to ask you guys, how are you doing? Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. You know, I've been doing great. Um, like, like I mentioned before, I got back from California and now I'm just kind of, uh, there's, there's been some COVID at my, at my actual house. So I've been kind of like living like a nomad a little bit, but uh, luckily like my girlfriend has been very kind to like, keep me sheltered for now while I, while I figure out when I can go back home. So I'm, I'm excited to stop living out of my suitcase and start yeah. living in my room. Anthony and I both said no to you. So that's, that also makes sense why you feel like, well, when I said, so. Hey guys, you know, I need somewhere to live. You guys said, yeah, we all do. Don't, don't <laughs> we all, like, like, <laughs> don't we all. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> there's a, there's a hole in the, uh, near my backyard that you can live in. Oh, thank you. I don't want to go to. I don't want to go to where you live, Anthony. I'm not going to expose in the show how far you live, but they wouldn't want me there. We wouldn't want you there. It- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, that's what I said, though. Yeah. He's just he's just affirming your yeah, your, okay, good. your tone, Anthony. Yeah. How are you doing, though? I'm doing well. It's just another day in the neighborhood. That's that's. That's what we without Shay. <laughs> gatekeeping Shay. That's what we Sith say when there's nothing happening. But uh, yeah, no, it's just been busy. We've been uh, doing a lot of episodes and getting content out. So I'm glad we have uh, this episode and more to come. So yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, this is the first time that we're really seeing you know Star Wars content or Star Wars shows, and now Miss Mar- Marvel starting next week. We're going to really start to see them overlapping. So I'm hoping that Disney in the future, or Disney Plus starts either releasing on different days throughout the week or releasing at different times, just because there is so much to talk about. Uh, but of course, today we are talking all about episode three of obi-wan kenobi we're going to talk all about our spoiler filled uh, our review let's break down this episode let's discuss what happened and let's discuss kind of our theories of where the show is going so we are picking immediately up where we left off last week obi-wan and leia are now 
on a mining planet and they were just kind of traveling, trying to get back to um, Alderaan, right? Like Obi-Wan is just trying to get Leia back safely, but he's also being hunted by everyone. Uh, this episode also starts off with such a great moment of just seeing Darth Vader suiting Darth up. We get Vader. a great suit up sequence. Anthony, how you're Vader fan number one. I think that was your <laughs> MSN name as well too, uh growing up. What was how excited are you to see Vader return and seeing Anakin return? Uh super excited. It, the the opening montage of him being built and being, I guess, created into the uh Darth Vader suit is uh super interesting because we don't we don't really see that before. We saw him be put together, but this is a different put together. This is like the arms, the legs, the the chest, yeah. respirator, everything to right to the mask. Um, and we get to see or hear that James Earl Jones is back doing the voice. And that's, I think, he one is. of the biggest things that we were curious about was what does Hayden bring to the table? And we really don't know yet. We don't, I think we see glimpses of it, but we really don't know what he brings because anyone could be under that, underneath that mask. And James right. Earl does the voice. We weren't going to expect um, Hayden to do a James Earl type. <laughs> it's just Hayden doing the voice now, just his normal voice, right? Yeah. So I don't think uh, we want that. But that was pretty cool, and to understand like the relationship with um, Reva's relationship with Darth Vader, because that's kind of that opening segment of, you know, what is what is she to him? And I know there's a lot right. of like rumors going out. I think I I remember watching. I forgot the video. The uh, rock stars new rock stars new yeah. rock stars yeah and they said that you know reva could be a youngling during that opening intro to last from episode one from episode one and that she has yeah. some sort of you know she was believed to be manipulated by the jedi and vader somehow told her that you know the jedi are bad and what we are doing is good and you see it a lot with the the whole like the jedi have left you type of thing right so, and we, yeah, and, you know, we've seen cool. that, you know, like we, we've seen the Jedi way lead so many people astray uh, throughout all of different Star Wars, you know, shows and movies. And, you know, it's it's not a it's not the way of life for everybody. And I think when you see like, especially with Anakin's case, when we're going back to episode three, like the actual movie, like or return sort of Revenge of the Sith. um you see that all he wants is like for Padme to be safe. Right. And that's kind of the lore that brings him there. Um, but now we're getting that we're picking up 10 years later from that. And now Obi-Wan who has, you know, cut himself off from the force, very, you know, reminiscent to kind of what Luke did in, um, in the last Jedi. Um, you're just seeing this guy who's just, you know, broken and just, who's been out in the desert and just trying to find his way. And again, we get another, there's Qui-Gon Jinn has to show up in this series. Like they are teasing him so much. We're getting, we heard Yoda's voice today too. We and heard Qui-Gon's voice too. And Qui-Gon's voice. Like, you know, we're hearing all of these Jedi voices in his head or they're haunting him in his sleep. Someone has got to show up at, at, at some point in the series and just appear as a force ghost because we know force ghosts are a thing. Yeah. So they, someone's got to show up other than Qui-Gon. Who do you think is going to show up to him and be like, yo, what's up? I mean, I guess you could technically have, um, Yoda, who's already yeah. been kind of established. Um, I would love to see Mace Windu. Like, oh I told my you. god, I told you, but we, he wasn't ready. <laughs> we don't know if he's dead. Like, there's there's this Mace? idea that he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely those rumors out there. And I mean, in Star Wars, is anyone truly ever dead? Right? Like, that's the other right. question too. 
Could you imagine if this like series ends and it's like kind of like a Boba Fett thing and he just you picks up with like Mace Windu and then announces what Boba Fett, uh, sorry, like you know how Boba Fett was announced as a yeah, series right. as the post credit scene? Like the post credit scene is this, it's just Mace Windu being like, I'm back. And there's a purple I want, lightsaber. All oh, I want is just the, the glow of the purple lightsaber and then that's it. And then you're like, it'd be amazing. Oh, he's back. It'd be amazing. Uh, but I love the relationship between Obi-Wan and Leia. Uh, and they pick up, was that, sorry, I didn't, I, I literally totally forgot to check the credits. Was that Seth Rogen? No, it was actually Zach Braff, but it did sound was like Zach Seth Braff? Rogen. Yeah, it did sound like Seth Rogen. Wow. As, as uh, what's his name? Uh, Freck. 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 Um, dude, Freck. I started yeah, kept... laughing when he, when he showed up. Yeah, hundred percent thoughts coming out of his yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, he's such and a That nice was dude. Zach Braff, eh? He was an ugly looking dude, though. He yeah. was, dude. I, I, I was waiting for him to laugh. Like, uh, 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 like I was waiting for him to do the Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah. I mean, this sounds so much like Seth Rogen, but yeah. I guess it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I didn't watch the credits, but I did look it up to see who it was. And it said Zach Braff. So, I, you know, if someone did watch the credits, they probably have more information than we do. But yeah, Zach Braff also seems like it's in line with something that Zach Braff would do. So. Right. I believe it. But it was cool. You know, I love I love that ride of them trying to escape and they're on Freck's like whatever van that they that were like pickup truck that they jump onto <laughs> just because it just feels so much like different, you know, like Children of Men, Last of Us. Like it has that mm-hmm. vibe of like these two people are not where they're supposed to be and they're yeah. trying to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I love that uh, Leia, of course. Oh, all in the all in the vein of just so Carrie Fisher just does not listen to anyone does whatever she wants. She goes off on her own way, which she kind of atones for later in the episode. But I just love that, you know, she's not listening to Obi-Wan. She's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do my own thing. And then she kind of gets their, gets them on their way. And I love that they right away. She's like, yeah, my name's uh, Lola. No, and, uh, Luna, Luma, Lu- Loma, Luna. Luna. <laughs> Luna or Luma. something like that. Yeah. Luma. And then uh, Obi-Wan was, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name that he gave him. But yeah, they they all had like different. It was like Orden or something like that. Yeah, they 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 had just different names, and I liked that they were just, you know, trying to cover each other's tracks while also just kind of being real with each other too. Because you know, like this is like, oh, that was her mother. Oh, when he kind of slips and calls her Leia, like, oh, that was her mother's name. I get confused and like, oh, like it just that was hitting. You know, like those those were tugging the heartstrings there. And before that, there was that sequence of like the mirage of Anakin. Where yeah. he's like, he witnesses him. Because I'm going to call him Ben, Obi-Wan. He, he has tremendous guilt of everything that has happened since execution of Order 66. Like from Return of the Sith, he's on this path of like just guilt, guilt, guilt. He has nightmares. He, he sees Anakin. He sees like his brother that is not who he thought was dead, but now is alive. And Later yeah. on in the show, we'll see him actually see the Vader persona, and mm-hmm. that's that was that was really cool because we don't really get to see Obi Wan in this grounded version of Star Wars. It just feels so real. Like we've we've only known Obi Wan as you know the extravagant Star Wars character that he he's been in, but like this is the most right. grounded we'll see, and it's so weird to take a legacy character that we're so used to and put them in a, in a world like this, it just makes star Wars so much better compared yeah. to everything else that we've gotten. It's so cool seeing like, just like the different actors that they have showing up. Like we said, obviously Zach Braff and it's just so funny seeing like Sung Kang as fifth brother as well too. Like yeah. I'm just waiting for him to like 
steal like a, a like a, a land speeder and just start drifting in it you know what <laughs> i mean just <laughs> on his back uh but no yeah so yeah even before you know before they even meet freck you're starting to see some of the tension building in this episode as well which i like with with obi-wan and leia and like obi-wan just kind of scolds her and saying like people aren't all good leia and like it's mm-hmm. like that's a moment that i like i kind of like I got my back straight, you know, like when something kind of takes you off guard and like this person is taking care of you, but they're also now you could tell that there's something more, but behind their words. And yeah. he's just realizing like Obi-Wan, who was always that person that saw the good in people and thought that he could bring Anakin back. He's kind of atoning for that now because he's realizing Anakin has lost his way. He has the guilt, like Anthony was saying, and he's saying like, people aren't all good. Um, and then I was, so I, it broke my heart when they were on that, on that, uh, pickup truck in the desert and like Leia asked, like, are, like, are you my real father? Like, is it you? And he's like, I wish it was, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Man. So good. So good. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about uh third sister and Darth Vader. So she, there's a, there's, there's a bunch of stuff going on here. Third sister is trying to prove herself to Darth Vader. And we're, again, it's just so cool seeing Darth Vader, and so anything Star Wars in live action right now. Right. Shay, what what did you think of what's going on with, with Third Sister? Do you have any theories of where it's going to go? Obviously, there's some, you know, competitive rivalry between Third Sister and Fifth Brother. Uh, so, what's I mean, going I, on? I, I definitely see, like, some sort of a battle that happens between Third Sister and, and Fifth Brother. Like, definitely, she's going to have to kill him. Um, because he makes, he makes that infamous line that you should never make in a movie. I'm going to get what I deserve. And then, you know what? He's going to die. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's what he deserves in that moment. Um, what I loved about this episode though, was, you know, that, that relationship between third sister, you know, and, and, and Darth Vader, it's, <laughs> she just really wants to, I guess, prove herself to him and really get to a point where like her, I guess she feels validated in whatever she's doing. And and Darth Vader, he's not the kind of person. He's he's not that boss that's like, listen, I'm going to give you some kudos here, or I'm going to no. make you employee of the month next year. <laughs> you get this job done, or you die. Like it's one of yeah. those things. And and Darth really showed why he is the big baddie in in Star Wars in this episode. He was just killing innocent people left and right. My just God, straight yeah, straight up murdering. Like the the time hasn't skipped, and I think what the prequels did to a character like Darth Vader or Anakin, I guess is, you know, people didn't believe that someone like Anakin could actually turn out to be that evil, but seeing him as Darth, it makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that is immediately put to rest. You know, that this guy is pure evil. Hayden Christensen. I'm curious to see, is it just the fact that he's in a suit? Because I mean, Darth Vader was always played by just a stunt man or, or an actor in a suit with, you know, James Earl Jones's voice. What is what is Hayden going to bring to the series, like you mentioned, Anthony? Because I don't think they're going to be spending much time with him without a mask um, or anything like that. Um, right. and maybe we'll get some flashbacks of, of Hayden uh, appearing like a mirage or in some form like Obi saw. But I, I don't know. I don't know where where this can go. And I'm really excited because there's three episodes left. And this is one of those series where I'm like, I kind of wish this was nine episodes. There's so there's so much story. I kind of want them to keep pushing forward with. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, Anthony. Where are you at right now with how Darth Vader's, how we've seen him? Uh, we're going to talk a bit as you know, as as that's kind of happened. Now he's in the village, and as Jay was saying, he's just slaughtering people. He snaps the neck of that person yeah. with the force, and like they, he is just 
terrifying and this is also a younger vader obviously right this is a younger vader that we've that before we saw him in a new hope or anything later down the road this is a vader who's very angry he is now hunting obi-wan where are you at with vader right now yeah you you clearly see that vader has nothing left in his life there you know no padme no kids he doesn't even have the body that he he had before. So he's lost a lot and you can see it in how he's so ruthless with the people that is, that are around him, killing them instantly. Like just no remorse. Like this guy has no regard for anything. He is a killing machine and uh, you feel for him too. You feel for the character because it's such a, you know, Anakin was such a good person. And then he becomes this Vader. It's this is super sad and tragic to have a guy like that turned into something so ruthless and the connection between Vader and Obi-Wan when Vader lands on the, uh, on this, in the planet with Maposo, Maposo mining system. Yeah. He feels it. He's drawn to that power. Like they're drawn together and you can see in Obi-Wan's eyes that he is so, he's sad that this is his friend. He, there was that sequence where he says to him, what have you become? And he looks at him and says, I am what you've made me. And that says a lot because, you know, Obi-Wan did this to him. Vader did this to himself. And it's just like this tragic, never ending um, sadness between the two. Yeah, that that moment, you just see, I think, again, kudos to Ian McGregor is just acting in this in this whole series so far but especially in this moment seeing him looking out through the one of the like the safe house that they're in and just seeing darth vader marching down and like you know knowing that that's anakin this is the first time that he's seeing him Mm -hmm. and realizing like oh my god this was this was like someone that i once called brother and now he is just full-on gone unrecognizable um and i love that vader it's almost like he's toying with Obi-Wan when he's kind of walking down and causing all that destruction. If I like, I feel like he knew he was there and he was causing all this destruction to bait him out. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, didn't you guys kind of get that vibe that he's just, 100%. he's doing it as a way to get Obi-Wan to, to, to come out. If he, right? if he really is a Jedi and he wants to save the people, come and show yourself. You yeah. Know, protect these people that you have here right now. So the the person so the reason why we're on this planet obviously Kamal uh, Kamal Nanjiani's character who we met last week um you know set them on their path to meet Haji. S- Haji to meet Tala so we meet Tala Tala meets them she's dressed as like in a empire uniform uh and I love I love seeing Obi-Wan you know take down all the stormtroopers and that stormtrooper who fell down the uh, yeah. the laser <laughs> like choppy, uh, choppy. gates yeah, just straight in half. I'm like, that was so, so cool to see that. I did, I yeah, did laugh, though, when he was trying to turn off the gate. I'm like, just walk around it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, it's just a little gate. Like, just, Yeah, he's like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna shoot it. So yeah. uncivilized, so uncivilized. But yeah, we meet up with Tala. Tala kind of takes them on their way and shows them, you know, the different safe house and how she's been helping different Jedi. We get a name drop of uh, Quinn, La- uh, Quinn Lane, Quinn Lon, Quinn, uh, who Quinn is... Uh, yeah, who is uh, another Jedi who we met in the Clone War show. Um, and yeah, so it's cool. Like, again, we're just kind of establishing that this world, everything that's happened, obviously we know it was canon, but it's cool getting these name drops in the series and the films, right? So we, we see that. And he kind of tells Leia to go on her way with Tala. And then we get the confrontation for the first time between Darth 
Vader and Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Like, I, I didn't expect Obi-Wan to... Like, I'm glad. I knew he was going to pull out his lightsaber. But, like, because he didn't pull it out right away, it's only when he saw Darth Vader and he kind of, like, shuffled away, then he pulled it out. Like, it just hit so hard seeing that. Yeah. Just yeah. that blue glow. And you can see it in Obi-Wan's uh, face. Yeah. Like, he's scared. It's not that yeah, he just... of course. Like, a, he's scared because he is not who he used to be. B, he's scared because this is the first time he's seen his you know, friend or the person that he loved so much and yeah. then see that this is the, you know, this is Darth Vader. This is that menacing character that showcases his power in such a ruthless form that it right. probably puts him in a fear into him. Definitely. Now that we're getting so much backstory, obviously on, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship, how do you guys feel about their confrontation now in new hope? Um, I mean, it always has been underwhelming, you know, with one swipe, you know, Obi-Wan kind of disappears. But do you think that it kind of now really makes that moment feel like oh, it should have been bigger? It should have been better that moment. I mean, like they're both older men in A New Hope, right? They're both older guys. So this there's so we, we get a good big blowout in this episode but i'm i'm i don't think this is the last time obviously they're gonna square off in this no. series right um but yeah I, you know i'm feeling I, I feel like there's a lot more connective tissue now which is nice you know it's the same way when we watched rogue one i'm like this is just nice you know world building and i think this is so cool about star wars now is that we could tell these stories expand on the universe and learn more about these characters in a, in a long series form that we don't have the time to really do in uh in a movie it's the same thing that we we spoke about like in the mcu like when you look at wandavision how do you make that a movie you can't mm-hmm. but it works in a show mm-hmm. so it's cool seeing obi-wan being able to get like develop as a character meeting leia you know kind of th- those are the kind of questions that i like being answered where it's like oh this is why leia knows who obi-wan is or knows to call him ben yeah. or this is like you know the confrontation between darth uh, darth vader and um obi-wan you know that's going to have more context now when you watch a new hope because of this and that's what i find this show's doing really well where solo again nothing against solo like it wasn't our favorite but it, it was answering questions that we didn't really need the answers for where this show i think is it's it's deepening the the series and it's mm-hmm. deepening the the mythology of the movies i think mm-hmm. i like now seeing it and getting just this, this perspective of the story, I think that Obi-Wan realizes that it's not him who needs to to battle Darth Vader, you know? Like, I think he realizes there's still hope in Vader, and the only way to gain that hope is through Luke. That's why he just kind of, and this is me just speculating, this is him just kind of letting go and letting Luke be the person to take this, per, this, this character down, take Vader down. Right. And have some sort of redemption at the end. Cause if it was just Obi-Wan, he's never going to get that. He left him for yeah. dead. It's just a right. lot of revenge on him for that. But I think Obi-Wan senses that Luke would be that character or Leia or one of the two would be the, the grounding force to bring redemption to such right. an evil person. For sure. Cause at this point we know Darth Vader doesn't know that Luke or Leia exist right right? they don't know that they are they are his children yet right so Mm -hmm. that he doesn't that's not found out until empire strikes back 
where he right. where he finds out that information. I was just double checking that too. Um, but man, what a fight between them! I well, Darth Vader, like this was dark as hell, man. Like he tried to set Obi Wan on fire, man. Yeah, that was so cool. Like such a great callback to um, Revenge of the part. Sith, right? Where like you're just like he is. He wants to do to him what what he feels Obi Wan did to him. Right? Gave him that yeah. Mustafar treatment, you know? Yeah, I gave him a <laughs> Mustafar uh, makeover. Yeah. The the one thing that I always found weird about Vader is that he never recounts his past right like you don't like he's vader now this is who he is and he wasn't anakin or things that have happened in the past i feel like the the previous films never really reflected what he knew of the past so things like this where he you know he draws out the flames like i still remember you burn me you cause me to yeah to, you hurt me so it's like he still knows who he is he's not hasn't lost those memories i know it sounds weird for me to say like why it's not knows? at all it's not. it makes it's not, sense no but like he never ref- re- he never references it because he's so like, yeah it direct. also wasn't written yet that's why right. right they they didn't really expand star wars until the last you know 15 16 years we've had a lot more expansion in the backstories right so you're 100 right like the this and that's what i'm saying this is this is making like those original films. I think it's enhancing them where you're getting a lot more depth for these characters and you're getting reasons. You're getting the answers for things that need, I think more filling in of, of questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought the visuals were great. Like, that, that sequence with Vader just staring through the fire and they, uh, Deborah just set up the camera in such a way. Like you, you, you just felt like, I wonder what he's thinking right now. Like yeah. just over the shoulder, you see his black helmet, you see the fire just reflecting off the, the, the steel, I guess, of his armor. And it's just, what are, what are you thinking? Like, what is what is going through this, this mind of his? Because you keep thinking of he's Anakin. Like, you keep thinking of, like, this is a good kid. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. We see burn. Anakin, right? <laughs> you know, like, we, we see as the audience members, and that's what's so powerful, and that's what's so damn good about Deborah Chow's direction, is that we're looking at Vader, but we're seeing Anakin. You know, yeah. and I think that's what's so powerful about the shows because, you know, it really is a sequel to Revenge of the Sith. We are seeing Vader, but we're seeing Vader as Anakin. Whereas in the movies, we only ever see Darth Vader as Darth Vader. But like, there's such a nuance now to his performance. And it just, there's an extra layer there for now when we're seeing him, we're seeing this is a real person. This is not just an unstoppable, you know, Sith force coming at us, right? We need a, we need a Deborah Chow trilogy of films. Oh, I'm down for it. Minimum. I'm down for it. Where do you guys think we go from here? So this episode ends with, you know, Leia, uh, with Leia going to meet a pilot to get her off planet, but it turns out that it's Reva and she's, uh, she's pretending to be the pilot that who she was going to meet. And she, you kind of, Leia kind of gets the idea. Yeah. Did you just kill that guy on the floor, by the way? Cause he's <laughs> still on fire. Pilot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Obi-Wan just kind of, on the planet, where does Obi Wan leave off? He's gonna hurt right now. I think he's a little. Burnt he's a little, up. He's a little, a little, a little burnt, burnt, a little crispy. Up. Yeah, a little crispy. A little crispy. So I'm assuming Tala's going to find him. Yeah, um, well, she did. Find where him, do we right? go for? Did she find him at the end, man? I like. Yeah, I, she did. Like I'm just. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did so find him. My, she did so my like brain fart there. But like, there is he's he's pretty much injured. He doesn't really like. He's not aware of his where he is or what's happening or even right. what's happening with Leia. So they don't even know where Leia kind of right. is. They just expect her to be on this plane with this this dude yeah. the ship with this dude which obi is obi-wan's gonna be pissed now because you know tala promised like on your life like take him take her yeah. to mm-hmm. um to alderaan right so where do where do we go now we're officially halfway through the series where's the next three episodes going to take us well i mean you know obi fixed 
um, Leia's Lola. droid, Lola. So in, I'm sure she still has that, unless I blanked out or forgot something. No, she should still have it, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully that will allow him to track her. I don't know, my my thinking like a little too easy, but who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of that scene, sorry, all we see is Leia run and Rava kind of chase her. So, I mean, in, in the first episode, I guess it was really hard for, or second episode, sorry, it was hard for people to catch Leia. <laughs> when she's running, she's like Sonic. Dude, Reva yeah. was just like jumping from, from one building to the next, like yeah. no no worries. <laughs> but she's going to have trouble catching Leia maybe, who knows? Yeah. But let's, let's, let's <laughs> Those see. Those little legs. Yeah, let's, see, uh, <laughs> the let's little, see what they do in the next episode, where they pick up from. Yeah. So, I mean, Anthony, any thoughts of where the series is going to go? Are we going to get another big confrontation between Obi-Wan and, and Vader? Do we oh, see... 100%. Does 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 Reva survive this series? Because she's now, you know, she may be an Inquisitor, or she's going to... Like, I guess she technically kind of is an Inquisitor, or will be made an Inquisitor. Executive Inquisitor? Executive assistant to the Executive Inquisitor? Um, like, uh, clearly, Obi's gonna, I like to call him Obi, but, uh, Obi is going to, uh, OBI, uh, he's gonna learn that Leia's not where she's supposed to be. Go re-rescue Leia. My question is, does Reva somehow, how does she, she utilize Leia if she's captured? How does she use her against Obi-Wan? And does Vader ever find out or Vader, is Vader ever connected to leia in some sort of way where they pass by because i feel like if vader yeah. passes leia he's gonna know or maybe he won't yeah, like he, <laughs> you never know uh, do we planet jump like do we go to another planet like what happens yeah i I, I i think i think we're gonna see at this point the death star is being built right like they're yeah. already building the death star so i don't know I, we may be like on um like on some type of like ship or wherever they, they take they might her have like a like a holding Death Star, you know, like a like a yeah. temporary pop up Death Star, a, a, a pop up Death Star yeah. for right now that they're going to go to. <laughs> this is just a pain star. The Death Star yeah. is being made. Soon. Yeah, Death Star's coming. You know, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> definitely we're going to see we're going to see Obi Wan fight off square off against Riva yeah. for sure. Yeah, and then and we're going to see, see. I think we're going to see Darth Vader fight Riva as well too. I wouldn't be surprised where Vader just kills Reva. Like, I just feel like yeah, he, she's I can gonna see it do something that's gonna cause him to be, to make a choice and... Right. And, because there's this, there's, there's, there's a sequence where she's inside the inside the, the camp where she sees the Jedi stamp and she just snaps, right? Right. So there is some sort of connection there. Maybe Obi-Wan talks some sense into her. Maybe he, re- he has her realize what she's done and yeah. who Vader is and what the story is. And then Vader has to, you know, take care of that. that do you think that she could have been one of the, like, do you think we go back to that scene where Anakin kills all the Padawans mm-hmm. and Riva kind of goes in there and sees all the dead kids and it's like, she could be like, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is crazy. You know, like, I, I feel like we're, we're going to travel back. Like there's going to be yeah. a substantial flashback. I feel like uh, in this series where we're really going to go back to that order 66 moment and spend more time on it. Yeah. I think so too. I think there's some sort of callback to that, and Anakin and Reva have some sort of chat or conversation about what yeah. the Jedi were. I don't know why he yeah. doesn't kill her. That's the, that's where it kind of you you're in that middle part, where, that gray area, where, right? Why her? But 
We'll see. There's something there. There's a lot. We, again, the show's given us so much already with just three episodes. I cannot wait to see where the next three episodes go. Any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up today's uh, spoiler discussion? All good. We are good. I'm good. We are all good. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to continue with our weekly episodes of everything uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Also, there's so much to listen to right now on the movie podcast. It's kind of crazy. Uh, we're going to have lots of interviews coming up in June. This is the first first day of June. Happy Pride Month if you're listening to us uh, in June of this month. Uh, Crimes of the Future Review is out right now. We have a brand new episode out where we talk about everything that happened at Star Wars Celebration, the Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning trailer, all of that. And of course, uh, all of the reviews and movies that we've been talking about. Uh, May was awesome to us with special guests. So make sure you go listen to everything we have on the feed. Anthony's been doing a great job of making videos of everything. So if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, do all of that fun stuff on YouTube. Um, and we'll be back. And of course, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write to the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast, and we'll see you next. Mm-hmm.